Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, we got a victory Monday here in the playoffs. First seventh seed to ever win a playoff game, Green Bay Packers. This is the On My Block podcast. I'm your host, Mike Wall. Thanks for watching. If you're enjoying, hit that like button, subscribe, and review us on our iTunes. Uh, no, on our YouTube channel, Process to Perform. Hit me up, Mike Wall68 on X. Process to Perform on Instagram. And of course, you can get the uh, audio version of the podcast wherever you. Get your podcasts on the Believe Network. Of course, we're watching film, so you might be missing out on some stuff. Packers podcast here is hosted by Bet Online with the NFL playoffs and the NBA season in full swing. Bet Online has you covered with all up to the second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and information on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. So head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. The Packers probably cost some people their jobs yesterday. Let's just call it what it is. You go into Arlington and you defeat the Dallas Cowboys 48-32. It's not even kind of that close. Dallas, you know, the Dallas score a bunch of points when Packers kind of give up the ship. Send some backups in. This was, let me say this. I have the utmost respect for how difficult it is to go through a week of preparation starting on Monday night with the game planning. Monday, excuse me. The entire day, Tuesday, game planning goes through the coaching staff. How to attack a defense. How to attack an offense? What are we going to do on special teams? How's everything going to come together? What personnel groups do we want to use? Watching, you know, hours and hours and hours of tape, going into the meeting and the run game coordinator saying, "This is what I think we're thinking." And a couple of guys go, "Well, we got a problem here," and they go back and they reconvene later. Like it is hard work. And the Dallas Cowboys won twelve games this season, and they were number one scoring offense in the, in the National Football League. And they had a statistically, they had a reputable defense. But we said it on the preview show. This is not a playoff caliber winning defense. They do not play against good football teams enough. They have not proven themselves against good ball teams enough. Good football teams enough. And I have to say that as happy as you are as a, a former Green Bay Packer, as a Green Bay Packers fan, whoever's watching this and, and, and likes the organization, you have to watch that game and just wonder what in the hell were the Dallas Cowboys thinking when they put that game plan together because it was awful. It looked like if I'm watching stuff, I spend a a, a fraction of the time watching this stuff that those guys do. And you could watch our preview show and go, okay, yep, do, do that, do this, don't do that, and follow it to a T and have more success than the Dallas Cowboys did on offense or defense. It was at the, the Green Bay Packers did not do anything out of the ordinary. We already knew the Dallas Cowboys were going to come in and run that Dan Quinn offense, right? Or defense. They're not going to, they're going to show you what they're, they're going to show you their cards. They're going to outplay you on what they do. 
boy, did that not work out well. And by the way, it hasn't worked out well for the second half of the season. They're giving up 25 points a game the last seven weeks. Like, they're not good. Offensively, again, I, I want to talk about the Packers, so we're going to focus really quickly on this Dallas the, the game plan. Why are you running? If you're the Dallas Cowboys, we showed it on tape. You get double-doubles. You have three all-pros, alleged all-pros, on your offensive line. So you can get two double teams with at least two all-pros on every single play if you run nickel. You get into base and you got a single block, guys, you're screwed. One guy's going to win against your center every time. One guy's going to win against the backside tackle every time. And they did. And, I mean, Dak did some Dak things. Talk about he's going to have he's gonna have some turnovers. He had some turnovers. It was a master class. I mean, for Mike, for, for Matt LaFleur to have taken this team from like week seven to where he is now, where they are now, how they believe in themselves, to take Jordan Love. You think of Dak Prescott and Jordan, Dak Prescott, one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league, Jordan Love, rookie contract, first year starter. And I, he didn't throw a ton of passes and a lot of stuff worked. You would watch that by any stretch of the match. You would watch that game and go, he is the better quarterback with the higher ceiling. I want him on my football team. And you could talk about regular season stats and all who's the second team all pro. I mean, it's not even close. And just from guy, having guys in the right position to be successful, it, it's not even it, – it looked like the Green Bay Packers have been playing playoff football for weeks – and they know exactly what they need to do to win. And it looked like the Dallas Cowboys were thinking about, you know, the second round of the playoffs. And it, this was an afterthought. You saw it early in the game with CeeDee Lamb on the sideline. They're talking to him. I mean, I don't know what they were doing, but it just looked like it looked off. It felt off. It looked, it looked bad, bad, bad. But the Green Bay Packers have a historic, I mean, they go down to Arlington and just give those guys a historic beating. I got two main themes or three main themes of the day. And I just said the first one. One was in playoff mode. One looked like they were in preseason mode. Completely outcoached, outplanned, outprepared, outperformed by the Green Bay Packers in every way possible. In every way possible. There's, there's not one piece of that tape that the Green Bay Packers did not just outperform at their position. Not one piece of tape. You could talk about Threw for 400 yards, stats late. Not one piece of tape did one of our guys get outplayed by one of their guys. It is insane. Maybe, maybe okay, Michael Parsons, uh, Dexter Lawrence, they're really, really good. They got marginalized because of all the stuff that Matt LaFour throws at them. When they had one-on-one -on -one blocks, they won. But they got marginalized because of the way Matt LaFleur ran that, that, that scheme, that system. Some heads-up plays by Aaron Jones. Some heads-up plays by John Runyon Jr. Saved, saved a couple what could have been. But everybody else, I mean, and they're their two best players. I mean, CeeDee Lamb, sure. Not yesterday. Unbelievable game. The pack number two, the Packers won this game in the trenches. We're talking about that a little right now. Huge effort from the front seven, Isaiah McDuffie, Quay Walker, 
Devon Ray when he was in, setting the tone. Kenny Clark just backside stabbing Tyron Smith, second team all pro, Tyron Smith, stabbing him, holding the B gap, making plays early in the game in the run game. Dallas Cowboys trying to run against five, against five man line, trying to trying to run with against base defense. No, thank you. Huge effort from the offensive line and the tight end group who played lights out. Got beat when they should get beat by better players in, in, in ninety and eleven when they were, had their hand in the dirt. They're going to get Tucker Craft's going to get beat by those guys. They're better than he is. But good lord, all the split flow, all the motion, all the coming back and lead blocking. What a phenomenal job! What a great effort from that room. Got age. Got Aaron Jones, who is lighter fluid, man. Told him he needed 20 carries, 21 carries, 118 yards, three touchdowns. Career day. Unbelievable. Wide receivers block it. I mean, it like gives you goosebumps, man. You can't say, you just can't say enough good things about, like, it's hard to go play in Dallas. I played in Dallas. Like, I played in Dallas and got my ass kicked. Like, you go there, fans are great. It's a great environment. Dude, they just came out and put a beating on those guys. It was awesome. And number three, Packers, young skill position players, they're here to compete. It doesn't matter who you're – you know, the best thing about this team, they don't have a number one. Jaden Reed had to have a catch yesterday. None of those guys really had cool – I mean, Dobbs had a ridiculous number, six for like 151, right? But the head coach and the wide receivers, they are dialed – Stenovich, like I don't even talk about Stenovich anymore. He's the offensive court. I mean, they got them dialed in. Oh, my God. Here are some playoff debut numbers. Jordan Love, 16 for 21, 272, three touchdowns. C.J. Stroud is going to win the AFC play, Offensive Player of the Week. Right now, it looks like he's going to win Offensive Player of the Week for the NFC for the third time in a row. The two youngest quarterbacks in the in the playoffs, I think, are the two best quarterbacks in the playoffs so far. I'll take Patrick Mahomes out of there. I don't want to get that in an argument, but let's just be real about what these guys are doing. Romeo Dobbs, playoff debut, six for 151 and a touchdown. Absolutely. Stefan Gilmore, who I think is a has been a great career, great player. I don't know what planet he was on yesterday. I mean, and that bland guy, all pro, really? The riders for all pro need to get their licenses taken away. Or whatever. I don't know whatever it is. That is nine all pro guys on that team. I'll talk about it later. You've got to be joking. Let's watch some of this tape, man. Defense first. I Luckily, I got some... Uh, I got some ends. Whoa, that does not look great. What have I done wrong here? Ladies and gentlemen, hold on one second. Aha, there we go. Let's check this out. Number one, scouting report. It's out there. Read it. Okay? You guys go, we play four down line. They look nickel. Like, they're going to be able to move the ball because they got some guys. Zach Martin's a guy. Tyler Smith's strong. They're going to be able to get second level, make the safeties make plays. They could have done this. I'm not saying they could do this all day. I'm saying it would have been a long game if they would have stayed nickel and run the ball every play. But they didn't. They went back to base. They let us get in our five-down line. Scouting report. You will lose on single blocks. Slayton, watch this. So Slayton wins. Watch Kenny on the backside. Oh, this, isn't, oh, this is the wrong playoffs. But Slayton wins. Quay beats Zach Martin backside. No dice. No dice. Fantastic. Just aggressive. We talked about Packers had to play downhill. Man, did they. This is the difference in the game. 
you watch the Lions game. I showed you the preview show the first quarter. Lions are are dominating the line of scrimmage, okay? But they miss some tackles. They fall down on some routes. All of a sudden, the Cowboys got 14 points, and it's a different kind of feel. Here's the difference. We didn't miss tackles yesterday. Isaiah McDuffie's in the game, right? They do a quick slam and release with the tight end. He's got the check down. Last week, they missed this tackle. C.D. Lamb goes for 40. Nope. Two-yard loss. Big flex. Now, they put Quay out on CD. So the, here's the plan. We're going to double the inside guys. If CD Lamb's out there. We're going to we're going to have some opportunities where we're going to double him, but we're not going to do it deliberately. We're going to play off. Here they they put Quay inside leverage. He jumps out. Now he can force underneath. Now Quay got out of position here, but he can force underneath. Safety comes down and drives. He forces when I say force underneath, he plays underneath the receiver. So now that's a tougher throw. He's got to lead him more into the safety, right? And they're not on the same page. They did not look good early. And they're willing to roll the dice yesterday on some plays. In other words, when I say roll the dice, hey, I don't think you're going to complete a lot of deep balls down the sideline on us. I feel comfortable with that. I want to focus on the middle of the field. I want to focus on the digs and the crossing routes. We're going to focus on – we're going to take that stuff away. And you guys, if you guys want to try the sideline, you want to try the red line throws all day, go up, be my guest. They tried it early, didn't work. Great job here, just playing D, singled up. That's He's by himself there. Safety's not going to get there. You see Quay here. You see what 97 does to a second-team All-Pro. Okay. Pushes him back in the backfield, makes the miss. But the problem is, I'm going to go back. With this defense and only one guy there, again, it was perplexing, right? They can run five down line. Don't even need a tight end. Tight end, you bring another 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 linebacker, and you still got six in the box. You only got five here. See if you got to come down late, Jonathan Owens, and try to make a play. But this, like this, is this is an easy five yards for the Dallas Cowboys. And then, so timeline here. We score, they don't, they get the ball back. And Jair Alexander, remember, Jair gets suspended. He comes back first play of the last game. He blows up two players, right? Tied in and fullback, knocks them on their ass, sets the tone for the game for the entire defense. Second series, he just reminds us why we love him. He's pointing, first of all, talking, confidence, switch. Hey, okay, they're going to a bunch, talking, communicating, something that we didn't see. Remember last year, Minnesota Vikings, Justin Jefferson, first game? We were talking about communication. This is del this is this is maturity. This is development. You'd love to see it. Try to win the whip route on him. Nope. Runs the route for the receiver. I think that's Cooks. Really. Pretty close to being his own touchdown. They end up scoring 14-0. Now, this is going to happen again. I'm just bringing this up because we're playing a really good team this week. You put six in the box, and we don't have a lot of answers. And I see they're trying to bring the slot off the off the side here, but realistically, it that play doesn't work unless you get really, really deep penetration on a downhill inside zone run on the play side. 
this stuff can happen a lot next week if you're going to try. You have to figure out. We talked about it on the preview show. You go five or six in the box, man. It's going to be a long day. Fortunately, Dallas Cowboys didn't read the letter. Same thing here. Dallas did not game plan. I'm just it, – it is ridiculous. Now, Slayton on uh, – I think that's Slayton on the center. Watch the backside on second team all pro Tryon Smith. And these guys are good players, man. I'm not trying to minimize it, right? But look what Kenny does. Kenny just stops this play. Like, Kenny puts his hand in the chest and goes, I, okay, you're not going anywhere. I'm just going to hold this spot. You can't cut all the way back. And now anywhere you go, I have, I have leverage on you to make a tackle. I mean, this, this, is a, this is a phenomenal job. You shouldn't be able to do this on a, uh, on a defensive tackle. You sh or a, a defensive tackle shouldn't be able to do this on a, on, a, on a left tackle. Should not be able to do it. That is a phenomenal job by Kenny. That's just so big time. This guy was just not feeling it. We saw him on the sidelines. Greg Olson's talking about it a little bit. Just didn't make sense, some of the things. But, like, they're just off, man. You know, and I have to be honest with you. I've been saying this all week. It feels like, I said this last week, I think, on the on this preview show. It feels like Jerry Jones and the expectations and the talking and the constantly having to be the voice of the team and the constantly having to be involved and having to have his radio shows and all of this stuff. These guys are going into the game just scared of their own shadows, man. I mean, that's what it looks like. And the pro athletes, I know how hard it is. But one team, it looks like they're just playing free. And everyone says there's nothing, there's nothing to lose. Man, it's not that there's nothing to lose. It's like the burden of expectations, not by the media, not by it, the burden of expectations that you feel on yourself. And that only place that can come from is internally or the people around you that you really care about. And the Dallas Cowboys, like if you're a Dallas Cowboy, the owner's constantly talking about it. The head coach feels that. They put that on you. Like the pressure builds. Like you feel that pressure from the people around you that you care about. And it just feels like they just can't come out and play. I mean, they were just so thoroughly outplayed by this team. I mean, you see even when it worked. And Quay here almost has, you know, really Dak could have had a couple picks more in this game. Quay almost makes a phenomenal play. Ferguson ends up going up and getting this ball. But it's like that, that was the margin of error for them basically in the first half. You have to make the perfect throw with the in the perfect situation and between two guys that are five yards apart, 25 yards downfield for something to work out for you. And this is just another cleanup issue for Niners because you're going to see a lot of this stuff. I'm already looking ahead because this game was a joke. 27 to nothing before they got interesting. But the Niners are going to run this play. Everybody runs this play. We run this play later in the game. I'll show it to you. So you got to clean this stuff up. So you're going to have the, the, the backside. They're going to run like a split flow action. And the tight end's just going to whiff on Lucas Van Ness, run around him by here. It's over. The, and then they just run the reverse. You get upside on the second level safety or, or linebacker. And it's a really, really tough look. You actually need the safety to come down faster when he sees the, when he sees the reverse look. That's how that's going to be dealt with. Because if you're Lucas Van Ness, you can't – I mean, you could try to take the guy out, but realistically, you're trying to make a play on the ball, and there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts there. Could not defeat single blocks with three, quote-unquote, all pros on their team. And listen, I'm not 
I am not belittling. Certainly, Zach Martin is going to be a Hall of Famer. Tryon Smith, who is probably past his prime, is going to be a Hall of Famer. Tyler Smith, who's going to be a great player in this league. I have tons of respect for all these guys. My whole point is this. like, Yeah, I work in this business. You, you see guys. I don't – the hoopla and the fanfare that comes around this team, it, it bites you in the ass too, man. It's a two-way street. Look at Look at 97 again. 97 is just owning – Right, that matchup, owning that matchup with with the second team All Pro, owning that matchup. This sums up the Dallas team for me yesterday. Drop back. He's trying to look outside, covered. Right, they had CD. I don't know if he's going to run the, the the Omaha pump chair chair look here. He's just running the out. Obviously, they 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 funneled the channel pass. The the the. What am I trying to say? They they the slot pass on the between the uh, the hash and the numbers on the thirty, they funneled that pretty well. They're going to be able to the line, middle liners will be drive on the crossing route. So he's got to come all the way back. He escapes. We get pinned again, which is not great. But Nixon's playing. Nixon played at a different play speed yesterday than everybody else, right? I mean, he was flying around, and and Dak takes a sack. At the 43-yard line, told me, just throw the ball out of bounds. I mean, I'm not, I'm rooting for Green Bay, but sometimes you like yelling at the TV, like, how, I don't know, what are you doing? It doesn't make any sense. Great play by Nixon, though, man. Tackling was the difference. So Jair Alexander, right? Everybody talks about, oh, you know, he's historically maybe not the best tackler, had some injuries this year. How is he going to react? Last week, he showed you, comes back this week. This is the difference in the game. You got a big time player versus a big time player. Right. And everyone in Dallas is capable of going yard. Like they, they, they buy in draft speed. That's it. But hey, just a quick, hey, we're going to turn the five yard gain into a six yard gain. We're not going to turn it into a 16 yard gain. That's the difference in this game, guys. The Dallas Cowboys win on, on mistakes. They let their athletes be athletes. They win on shot plays. Guys separate. CD Land does something amazing. Jake Ferguson makes a great play. Pollard breaks the run. Right, if you tackle and make people go go, you know, five yards at a time, dude, this is a tough sport. And this uh, this is nine nights that uh, we talked about it last week, man. You know, my kid used to want to not go to bed. He go no nine nights. I say you go nine nights. He goes no nine nights, Dada. He went nine nights. Darnell Savage. So they bring the slot. You could probably read this. Dak probably sees this. And unfortunately for Dak, he thought the answer, and I'm going to show this from the end zone, the other end zone, he thought the answer was the the, the outside uh, slant on the double slant look. Both those guys, everyone's dialed in. Dak just doesn't look at where the safety's coming down. Darnell takes it yard. This game is nine nights, guys. This game's over. You know, between this and Jair's pick in the, in the point conversion, you know, 14 points, that's huge, man. And you just see Dak's eyes here. He never looked at Savage. He never looked at the inside slot, which the inside slot was open. Even if Savage is coming down, the inside slot's going to be more open here. And he just gets his pocket picked, man. Love it. Way to go, Darnell. You know, that's just a guy reading eyes, being a football player. So you, that's where guys excel the most. You put in a game plan. You make a call. They practice it. They see it. They feel so comfortable with it. Now it's like, I'm just going to read and react. I'm a read and react athlete. I feel very comfortable in what I'm being asked to do. Phenomenal job.
Love it. Now, the Dallas, this is what I'm talking about. Okay, so we got two wide threes. Campbell's going outside. You got really four in the box. Call it five. Quay's going to stay in. But you got five to this side. And you got four blockers and a running back. It don't make any sense what they're doing. It don't make any sense. Quay undercuts it. Valentine gets outside. It just don't make any sense. That's, you know, from a Dallas standpoint, Mike McCarthy's offensive play caller, they've done such a good job this year. This is like one-on-one, man. You don't run where there's more people than you got. Go empty here. Look how close this could have been to a three-pick day. I mean, he's right there. Tough play, certainly, for, for Devondre. Right, they end up scoring on this anyways. You almost feel bad watching the tape. Almost. You almost feel bad for what they're trying to do. Because, why am I saying that? Because this is six in the box. I mean... The Dallas Cowboys could have been in this all day and run the same play. They probably, they probably averaged seven yards a carry against six in the box. Seriously. In nickel runs, they probably averaged seven yards a carry. But they only ran it like six times. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Somehow they called this on the face, man. It's just a tough call. Send him extending a drive on Kenny. Third quarter, it's 27-0. The whole okay. They finally start to get it. Talking about the Cowboys. So we're gonna now we're gonna take a peek outside. Right? We're gonna drop into two. And they're running trail here. So it's like two man, right? But they got two safeties deep. Linebackers playing up. Devondre's got the, the back out of the backfield. So now the middle of the field's open. And they're in the deep dig and end up making the completion. Actually, good coverage, too. It's just that's a really, really hard thing for a quarterback to stick with, right? It's a good throw, good catch. Dak's a good quarterback. They make some plays. But we take it away. So now they're now they're they're showing kind of their quarters look and they're gonna drop into a a, a cover three with a robber. And we'll give him the deep fades. And, I mean, credit to C.D. Lamb. He almost makes his play. It was unbelievable. Could have been an unbelievable catch. But the Green Bay Packers, if you're trying to take away what they're good at, you're going to have to be willing to give them a shot at some things that you might think they're not as good at. And in this case, it was Dak's deep ball. And the last play I'll show you on, on, uh, on defense is, of course, my favorite Preston Smith appreciation post. Now, Tyron Smith, Tryon Smith, excuse me, who's a uh, second team all pro really, really good player had a couple plays later in this game, really in the run game more than the pass. Um, I know they gave up Lucas Van Ness got the sack, but let's you know, call it what it is. Like some of these sacks just take a little time, but man, Preston just, you know, and, and here's the thing, Rashawn Gary still got to figure out, like you can't rush over the top of the quarterback every damn play, but Preston beats him with kind of a, uh, a stop and go here. Really. I'm going to show you the, uh, the end zone copy. 
and just kind of changes changes pace right here. Gets him off and go. Just does a great job of extending, getting that arm up and getting that left arm off him. Turn the corner. Dak just doesn't quite see. He should be throwing the check down, but I don't know if I don't know if he sees wooden wooden in the uh, in the way there. I don't know. I held onto that ball, but that's all she wrote, man. I love it. I'm going to show you a couple bad plays because there wasn't very many. There's early in the game. But really, when you think about the Dallas Cowboys defense, one get a middle linebacker already. I, I made fun of it last week because the guy's 205 pounds, 14. But it's like, it's insulting. <laughs> it's like insulting. You put they at one point they had their safety play middle linebacker. But here's the thing: the Dallas Cowboys defense is predicated on Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons making plays. And the first, I think, two out of the first three plays, really three out of the first three plays, they made plays. So here he beats Elgin across his face. They're going to have to big fan. This is a tough block for Elgin, but you got to get your hands out, right? Slams back in, makes the play. Okay. Great job. There's just not many bad ones. Now they end up getting a sack. Jordan, throw the ball away, right? It's early in the game. You're in Dallas. The one thing you can't do is get the crowd with them. They get the sack. Fortunately, I think one of their all pros had a holding call on this as well. And then Lawrence, again, like I, I've been saying this for three years, like People want to talk about certain guys on this team. This, if from an offensive lineman standpoint, this guy's an absolute dude. Real problem. And I think he gets Rasheed Walker and, and gets some turn pushing back in the uh, resets of the line of scrimmage there. Aaron's got to run into him. Obviously, on the other side here for looking at everything that's happening. John Running Jr., the guy gets a little bit too vertical. Things just not happening like you want them to. Things are moving fast at the beginning of the, uh, of the ball game, okay? But now we settle down under center. Little play action look. You see how far off everyone wants to play here. And this is what you got to – so somebody asked me this today. What's different about the, the Green Bay Packers? And we talked about it a little bit last week. They're trying – at least at the tackles, you see Rasheed Walker in particular tries to set square to line of scrimmage. That does a number of things. But with Jordan Love's deep drops – it's giving him an exit strategy. So everybody's in front of him there, and they're just trying to bull back to the quarterback instead of trying to go that upfield presence. So he can have a little bit of time. And because he's such a good athlete, now he exits. And when he exits, he can kind of exit. Still, look, he can exit horizontal. doesn't have to run backwards. He doesn't necessarily get to go downfield, but he's trying to buy time. Jordan's one of those quarterbacks that's buying time to throw the football, not to run. So when he can go horizontal and still flip his hips around and make plays, that's a good thing for the Green Bay Packers. You see this on, one of, I think, one of the big third downs. Stephon Gilmore, what are you doing? So everyone's playing a certain kind of defense, and then 21's playing a different kind of defense. I think this is Romeo Dobbs ends up making this play in the middle of the field. Fantastic catch, really. You see it here. So Zach Tom gets bowled by Michael Parsons because he's one-on-one. -on -one. He ends up anchoring, which is a huge deal, okay? Ends up anchoring right there. Now he's squared up to Jordan. Jordan has to back up, but it's not that big of a deal. DeMarcus Lawrence doesn't see it till too late. Flips and fires. Great arm. A little bit high. Take it. 12 personnel under center. 12 personnel we talked about in the preview show. It's all you can eat against this defense. They can't stop the run, and then you put them in a situation where they're not sure how to play the pass. All you can eat in this defense. 
So they run the they run this uh, with a, a shallow cross. They're really looking for the comeback here. They have the uh, they have the the flat route with the the running back as a check down. Put the linebacker in a bad position. Jordan's got two guys open. Ends up making the play. The thing about Bo Melton. The thing about Jordan is he's just uh, as you see him progress. It's again you you think about why has he gotten better? Well he t- he's he's taking the gimmies. And he's not throwing those, you know, the 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 five yard outs, the ten yard outs out of bounds. Like he's completing these passes. That's the difference in the game. And this 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 is all you can eat, man. You're at Sizzler. This is a buffet. All you can eat. You're double teaming with your best interior offensive lineman and your center, and your backside right guard and right tackle. They at least have somebody to go to. The left guard and center have no one to go to here. That's a four or five yard gain, but he's not getting hit until three yards, four yards. It's all you can eat. You can do that every single play. They're too reliant on talent. What I mean by that is Micah Parsons is going to beat Tucker Craft probably 19 out of 20 times here. But he still has to beat him and make the play. So he wins. But because he doesn't follow through, because maybe he's thinking about the keeper, for whatever reason, he doesn't follow through. And they've got nobody in the hole. And you just get you get two solid double teams. Jenkins drops his guy, gets Walker up on backside on 14, who has no part of that conversation. 33, their their only true linebacker in the game, overruns the play given the fact that we got a double with the center and the right guard. You just get a stalemate from Zach Tom, and you get a, what, 15-yard run? Love it. Keep doing it. Goodwill hunting. Why am I saying that? Do you remember that scene in Goodwill hunting where Matt Damon's doing the math problem, and the guy's like, oh, good job. And Matt Damon's like, do you have any idea how easy this is for me? This is a joke. This is how I watch this game. When I'm watching this game, I feel like Matt LaFleur was on the sideline going, do you have any idea how easy this is for us? We're going to line up at 12 and run split flow against that defense all day long. Are you joking? I mean, it's, it is literally all you can eat all day long. We don't even block the linebacker. Like, when I say we're not blocking the linebacker, They're not even trying to block the linebacker. He's not even the scheme. We just push it all the way. And if that guy makes the play, he's going to make it seven yards deep. Look at this. Goodness gracious. By the way, Elgin Jenkins, I know he had a hold on Micah Parsons, but, dude, he just drops this guy, so he used a little snatch technique on on the nose guard. These plays don't work if he doesn't dominate his block. Right, they put him in a bad position as far as like scheme wise. He's got to win, and he's got the single on the backside. Center's rising, right? If they're running like if they have like a two eye, he won like every one of these. Man, he played. You know, we got nine all pros on the other team. Like if he, they're all pros, like seventy four was an all pro yesterday. I mean, this it feels like you're stealing yards. Because you got your your linebackers five yards off the football, which is 
the upper end of normal in the National Football League. You're in 12 personnel. They're in base defense, and they don't have, like, the guys on the on the line of scrimmage aren't, like, 300-pound, 320-pound dudes. I don't think they have a 300-pound dude on the on the football field right now. Okay? So now they're worried about, because we're in 12, they're running split flow. All, the, all you can eat. So what are they thinking? 33's thinking he's going backside. So he says inside leverage. He doesn't walk out, which is fair enough. So what does Matt LaFleur do? Oh, just run two goes and run run uh, Musgrave into the flat. How's that sound? And we're already outflanked. By the time you snap the ball, you already, you already beat by three yards leverage. Get upfield, get another first down. I mean, there's just – sometimes there's no answers because of the way that the other team wants to play. They want to play that match three in, 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 in the red zone. Tough sled. Now, we run the screen. Safety comes down and says, no, no, I, I have the tight end. I have the tight end. You, who has the tight I have the tight end. Okay, good. Like Josh Myers is like, man, I've screwed this up two weeks in a row. Thank you. I know exactly who I'm going to go block now. They return. They get a double. They, they take two guys on him. It's so obvious. Good screenplay down the red zone. And then it's like, oh, hey, number 14's uh, six-something, six 205 pounds. We're calling him a linebacker. Hey, do you want to play on our goal line package? You can be the uh, you can be the guy in the middle. How's that sound? We'll pick 33, the only like real big linebacker we have. We'll go put him over the tight end on the line of scrimmage. Sound like fun? Yeah, man, let's do that. Great double. Great redirect by um, John Runyon Jr. And then... Zach Tom just kind of holds the point here. All he has to do is keep that guy out of the B gap, does it, run through, easy money. Great job. Now, when they went nickel even, this is this is like this is kind of good on good. This is what I was expecting to see for some of the when they went nickel even, like when I, when when they matched with nickel, in other words, they're a little bit better in the run. I know that sounds weird. Like, shouldn't they be better with more people? No, because it's who the people are. You can't play downhill with the guys they had in the, uh, on the field. They do a better job of attacking double teams out of their nickel look because of the, because of the way those guys are situated. So, like, the backside guy can ta attack the tackle. The play side guy can attack the center or the guard instead of, like, actually taking on a double. So, they do. I showed it last week. They do a better job here. And they do a better job of kind of holding up. Now you watch their two best guys, and this guy kind of resets the line of scrimmage with Zach Tom talking about Demarcus on the left, and then or on the right, and then Micah Parsons. We got the split flow look. Tucker Craft. He just goes too flat down the line for Tucker here. Can't really get to him, and ends up making the play because we got to cut back because of, because of Zach. I know Demarcus is on the ground right there, but the truth is he won that he won that battle. We go up top here. Again, I don't know what their corners – I don't know if he was jumping the route. You know, you just don't know. But we got a trips look over there, really far out on that side. They're going to carry the, the seam route. Big play underneath here, and no one's home. Just a great play design. Obviously, Matt LaFleur and the and – the, Green Bay Packers offensive coaching staff are watching 
how these corners, we talked about on our show, watching how they'll sit and they want to jump routes. And then they just, it's like they almost got a little disinterested here. He tries to, he tries to play that. So what he's doing is he's trying to play that trap technique where if they run a slant, he's going to be able to pick it off. Right. And it doesn't happen. He obviously has safety help backside, but now you've got to get your depth and get kind of back to the middle of the field and get yourself a little bit of space because you can do the sideline as a friend. Doesn't do that. Wide, wide, wide open. Obviously, we had some players underneath that had to move because of Jordan Love's mobility. That mobility, you don't think about it because he's just buying some time. He's not really going towards the line of scrimmage. But that makes a big difference because those under those underneath uh, linebackers and safeties have to respect his ability to run. Huge holes in the passing game. Fantastic. Now, these guys... We watched the preview, right? They're way off. Aaron Jones is at the top of the screen. You can't see him. He's going to come into motion. They run, they run like a, a, a tunnel screen. Look how this is all you can eat. We talked about what do you what do you play with off against this Dallas uh, defense? What are you going to throw? You're going to throw your screen game. You're going to throw your crossers. You're going to throw your checkdowns or your underneath stuff, right? You're going to have some. You're going to have some some deep crossers available, right? Or middle of the field stuff down the middle. Everybody knows it. I just don't understand down here on the on the 18-yard line, it's almost like to, if you're Dallas, if you're on the Dallas and they're calling this defense, you go, ah, are you sure? It seems like we're in a little bit of trouble here. I mean, I wonder why they have Aaron Jones out there. He's a pretty good runner with the football. Love it. Take it. All right, Tucker Craft. Got a holding call here. This is one of those of a Tucker. I actually love his hands. I showed this. Now, listen, he's going to get beat by, you know, he's going to get that line, line of scrimmage reset. You hope that Aaron Jones kind of follows um, uh, Jenkins here and just tries to get behind that line. But, you know, he's a fast guy, so he goes, I'm going to be fast. And they get that little tug there on, on, on Parsons. So they end up bringing this thing back. But then we just got an ISO alert down here. They run, they run a trips look. ISO alert return up top with Wicks to give him some eyeballs. And they're just going to run the slant. Now we got two out of the out of the left side here because you got the back coming out of the backfield to occupy the safety. So he's got to think about the flat. And as soon as that safety clears into the flat, he throws it to Dobbs. Again, on an all pro, crazy, 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 crazy. Get down to the one one yard line, two yard line, and again. I'm. I'm pro Packer. Like I'm, I like good football too. This isn't good football. That guy is just not built to be a goal line off the ball linebacker. Little things matter here. This happened really twice in the game, maybe more than I than I saw. Zach Tom gets beat inside here by a really good player. Aaron Jones picks it up, and because of that, they run the double move. On, I think this is on. Is this the one on Gilmore? No, this is a different one, but they ran this twice. So they run the sale out here. Wide, wide open. All because of Aaron Jones picking that up. And we talk about the all-pro defense. Now, if you get your tight end out here, you're playing, I don't know, eight yards off, 10 yards off. What is that? Okay, they got a trips left look. And uh, you're giving up the, the five-yard route. I mean, look how... You're stealing yards. I love it. 
down in the red zone too. That's the thing that's I'm, I, I keep bringing up a lot of these that are in the red zone. If, the thing is, guys, as much as you love what the Packers did yesterday, it really is. It's like it's hard to watch this tape. It's perplexing. So they go two by two. No, excuse me. They're empty, sir. And three by two, they bring motion down. And when they brought motion down, let's talk about the top of the screen here. It's a fun play. So they bring the motion down. And so they it's, it turns into a switch release. And switch release, so they have to change responsibility. So that softens up the coverage up top. And I know we got, can't see the guy at top. Sorry about that. But now you see this. And hey, guys. We're going to Sizzler, baby, because it's another all-you-can-eat buffet. Both these guys are wide open. There is no safety in the middle of the field. Game over. Who do you want to throw to? Who wants a touchdown? Who wants a touchdown today? Jordan Love is absolutely dealing, complete master of mastery of what they're looking at. Here's what Jordan Love's doing that Aaron Rodgers wouldn't do last year, probably wouldn't do for the last couple of years. Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. It's not what I'm saying. Matt LaFleur is going, hey, this is how we run this offense. It's Brock Purdy. Kyle Shanahan, this is how we run the offense. This is the progression. If you see this, you throw it here. If you see that, you go to this route, then this, and that. throw, 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 throw. It works like this. This is how I designed it. He doesn't have to argue. He doesn't have to say, well, I wanted to do this over here. He says, hey, I trust you. I've taught you what to do. Do what I tell you. Things will turn out well. Brock Purdy, Jordan Love. We're going to see that matchup this week. It's the same thought process. Young guys willing to learn taking what they're being coached and applying it at the highest level. Been just absolutely phenomenal. On the flip side of it, that was a, that's another Sizzler moment, man. I feel like I'm watching Kadeem Harrison and White Man Can't Jump. Man, we go into Sizzler. We, and then he didn't. Same play that they ran, we ran. Everyone runs this play. I just love it. Figured I'd put it on tape. You know, we talked about last week, a really good play is when you got the defensive end running the wrong direction, doesn't realize there's a problem. Again, little things matter from, this is actually Aaron Jones and John Runyon Jr. To be fair, John Runyon is going to try to help this regardless, but Zach Tom gets beat really again inside by trying to go wide on the run cell. But here's what happens. Because John Runyon Jr. and Aaron Jones pick up, I think that's DeMarcus Lawrence this time who wins. Gives him time. That is Demarcus Lawrence because I'll show you the other side of it. Stefan Gilmore on this same kind of play, same idea, gets beat. Now, when you come all the way down across the hash, here's what happens: that corner. Once you hit that hash mark, the, the corner's like, no, it's too committed, man. He's gone. So they they have these like check marks in their head. Oh, if he goes past that hash, he's going across. Okay, so now he turns his head and starts running. Doesn't realize that's exactly like like. I know that you know that I know that you know kind of thing, right? Like Princess Bride. So what happens? We just come back out of the break. There's nobody within 30 yards of this pass. Doesn't he, It's not even a good pass. He just throws it to where he knows he's going to be. Get down here, make a huge play. So we see John Runyon Jr. helps out here. Went to bank, and then he's still going to get beat. So Aaron Jones cleans it up. Now, DeGuara, that's Micah Parsons. Hey, bro, I think he sees you. Like he, but DeGuar, in real time, DeGuar kind of stops at the end, Rashid Walker, and kind of looks around like, I wonder if he sees me, right? And Parsons is like, bro, I'm going to knock quarterback's head off, man. That's why this ball, he can't really step into it. He's just, I mean, lucky he didn't lose him right there. Mm. Beauty.
Beauty, beauty. That's a great route by Dobbs because going all the way in there before you're coming back out, man, it really does something to the to the defensive back. Okay. Yeah, 14 and one. You got a combined off the ball linebacker duo of 410 pounds. That was 420 pounds. Okay. Or Vita Vea. You got Vita Vea playing linebacker in two people. And so they run the ball for 10. Okay. J. Ron Curse, free safety, 6'4, 215. Good size free safety, to be fair. But man, oh man, you got to be joking. Now, what are they doing? The, the Cowboys are betting that Rasheed Walker's not going to get 97 because they know Elgin Jenkins got, has to go help Myers go play side. Okay. They know that. Now, there's different ways to block this and certainly blah, 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 blah. But they're betting on that. But Aaron Jones is just a little too slippery, a little too good. First guy miss. Those guys aren't going to make a play until he's 78 yards downfield. And I, I just asked this question out loud to myself when I'm, I'm putting this show together. Like, What did we average in 12 personnel running-wise? What was the yard? If anybody can tell me what the yards per carry in 12 personnel was, man, because, I mean, this is stealing. So they, they're like, oh, we're in base. Great. Fantastic. Our base defense. Oh, wait a second. Our off-the-ball linebacker is 205 pounds. We don't have anybody on the defensive line that Mozzie Smith doesn't even play. Mozzie Smith's the only big guy they have. He's the only guy that weighs over 300 pounds. I mean, it's like – so DeGuara, I think, does a great job here getting backside here on the split flow. They do the release with Tucker Craft. Mike is coming down hard on on uh, Zach Tom's double team. Got the big fan outside. Josh Myers does a good job here of pushing. Look at Josh. Look at Josh Myers with the backside hand, driving that guy all the way. I mean, four yards of displacement. Big time, man. Big time. What does it do? Gets John Rennie Jr. up on the second level. Zach Tom and John Rennie Jr. do a great job of displacing that guy vertically. Touchdown. Literally the next series. Oh, same play. They just brought DeGuara in motion. Exact same play. Same, 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 same. I mean. Elgin Jenkins, big time block. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. Micah Parsons is now off the ball. They're like, dude, we got to do something. What can we do? Okay, let's put our best player off the ball because he is an off the ball linebacker, right, from Penn State. Last time I checked. We could do that. We'll put 33 on the ball. <laughs> like, bring in a big guy. You guys have defensive linemen. Just bring in another one. And then put Micah off the ball. Put 33 and Micah on the, uh, off the ball. Get another big guy in there. Like, try something. <laughs> what are we doing? Anyways. Elgin Jenkins. Okay. So, they point out Micah. We talked about it last week. He's like, Junior Seau, you just got to make sure the, the, the line and the tight end are blocking him. Okay. So he tries to beat him across. Look what Jenkins does. Stays on his track. Just doesn't try to turn. That's the biggest thing. Doesn't try to turn on initial contact. Stays on that angle. Turns him late. Look at that hole. That is such, I can't explain to you how difficult that a block that is. Plus, it's like Micah Parsons is coming full speed and Jenkins doesn't get knocked on his ass. Like that in itself is an amazing job. Phenomenal. Just phenomenal job. Cancun calling, man. Some of these guys are on vacation already. This is just 
this is the leak out, you know, throwback. It's can't, hey, we're, uh, you know, they're drinking. I mean, life is never going to be the same for this guy. I mean, there's nobody on the screen. You're in the National Football League. You're up, what, 41 to something. And you run a tight end leak. And there's nobody on the screen against the second-rated Dallas Cowboys, the uh, Dallas Cowboys in this defense. I mean, <laughs> put a poster up. That's unbelievable. And then I just, I, you know, the game's over. It's fourth quarter. Fifteen, you know, fifteen is the start of the fourth quarter. We're up, so, all right. Hey, I got an idea. Let's play six yards off at linebacker now. That'll help. I know we were playing five. Let's play six yards off. We're in twelve again, by the way. I think we'll just run it. I mean, it's it it it's almost like they don't want. It's almost like they want everybody to get fired. The Packers are killing them. Don't get me wrong, but it, it's crazy. This is a crazy game, man. All right, two big time plays here. Jenkins one turns his shoulders, gets that drive, and then backside. I think this is Sims. Look at the cut. Oh, that cut does the job. Myers doesn't really do a great job following up Jenkins' fantastic block. Took a poor footwork. That's okay. It doesn't matter. Another big run on the way to his 100-plus yards, 21 carries. Just phenomenal. I think this might be the last play we got. And just rub salt in the wound again. Easy play. Touchdown. It was huge, man. Nuts. What I got wrong. All right, here we go. Matchups. Packers safeties versus the run. Green Bay will start to hold Dallas under five yards per carry without adding to the box. Well, I was right. In nickel, they couldn't do that. <laughs> but they didn't run nickel. Oh, goodness. Jordan Love versus the Dallas corners. They play off and are opportunistic with jumping routes. We saw that. Uh, quarterback is to hold players that hit the deep routes when they're available. Boy, he just played, he played fantastic. And then the D-line versus Dallas O-line. This is the matchup of the day. Can this D-line outperform against a really good Dallas group and force Dak into bad situations? I don't know how many. I think I think, I think think the defense forced Dak into bad situations. I think the secondary played out of their mind good. They tackled well. Um, it's not that they were disguising coverage. They did a lot of things that you see from, from, from Green Bay, from defenses all the time. You did like the constant pressure. They end up, of course, when you pass the ball that much, two things are going to happen. One, they're going to get a ton yards. Two, they're going to have some turnovers and give up sacks. Keys to victory, Aaron Jones touches, has to get at least 20, hit at 21. I'm talking about carries. Stay in your lane and play downhill defensively. That was it. That was the name. I mean, that was it. They lead the league in scoring because they beat secondary defenders into losing their vision. We did such a good job there. That was phenomenal. Uh I wrote Dak Prescott has full command of the offense. If you peak, you get beat. The Packers have to stay disciplined. I, I really, I think the name of the game was, was exactly that play downhill, play disciplined and really just make those tackles that we talked about trading body shots early. This actually became, I was wrong because it was 27, nothing. There was no body shots to be traded. Uh, the green Bay Packers, I was hoping they'd hold them to field goals. They actually shut them out. So we had the touchdown. We had the turnover by Jair. Then we had the other touchdown. Then we had the pick six. I mean, it was just, it was phenomenal. Big takeaway for me, Packers are confident on both sides of the ball. This weekend against the Niners, who is a different class of team, my opinion, is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of good matchups there. We'll get to that on Thursday. And I'm going to bring it up one more time. 
who is voting for this all pro team? And listen, I got some guys that I thought should have been all pro. I'm pissed off about, so I'm, I'm feeding that into it. Don't get me wrong, but good lord, Dallas has nine all pros. I mean, nine all pros. It was twenty-seven to nothing with nine all pros on their team. Pays to be a cowboy. I think you know. For me, the 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 takeaway really is though. I I feel bad in a way for the players on that team because I I do think that that the pressure or the constant talk about how Michael Irvin and and that Dallas offensive line back in the day and how good they were and all the championships and the legacy and the expectations and the way that Jerry talks about it. And I'm getting older and I need it. And like, like Jerry Jones had, he, Jimmy Johnson, he gets rid of him. He had Bill Parcells. That's why everybody's talking about Bill Belichick. And it's like, well, Bill Parcells was, uh, that's Belichick's guy. I mean, it's his, it's his guy. And Parcells is like, you want me to cook dinner? You want me to buy the groceries? Jerry wants to be a part of everything. I wonder if Jerry is at that age now where he's like, you're right, man. Like, if it's Bill, like, hey, Bill. Because that's the only way it would work, right? Bill, just do your thing. Steven's going to do this. But we're going to – you you have final say on everything. Wink, wink. Right? Because otherwise, it, it could work. I, you know, it, it could work. It seems like – in a lot of ways, that would be a good place for him to go because he has a quarterback. I think Dak's still a quarterback. I, I just think that there's – that game plan was so bad. I, it's, it, players didn't play well. That game plan was so bad, I don't know how much it would have mattered. I, Matt LaFleur was – Matt LaFleur's staff was had, had their team so much more prepared to play football than the Dallas Cowboys staff had their team to play. Not that it's all on them, but just schematically, the things they were asking me to do was were asinine. And obviously, they've made some mental errors in that game, especially on the defensive side of the football. But that was asinine to, to, to see what, what transpired there if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. Luckily, I'm not. Green Bay Packers played phenomenal. Can't say enough going back to it about how great a job this group of individuals in that locker room and that staff have done at developing over the course of the year and just playing good football when it matters the most. Last couple of weeks have been playoff playoff implications for them every single week, and they've delivered. Totally, just such a fun team to watch. We'll see what happens over the next. Like, listen, this is going to be. Let's not sugarcoat it. The Niners are good, but this this team's going to go into it again. The only thing I can see before the preview shows the offense ain't scared. That's for sure. All right, guys, check me out, Mike Wall sixty eight X Process to Perform Instagram. Like me, rate me, review me. Give me some feedback. See ya. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.